This episode of Doing It For The Kids is supported by Agora Pulse, because juggling all the things is hard. Kids work the never-ending washing pile, finding something to eat from the bottom of the freezer. But the good news is social media doesn't need to be one of those time sucks, because Agora Pulse will give you more than five hours back a week. No complicated Excel docs, long emails, or millions of open tabs. Simply manage all your social media channels in one place. Go to agorapulse.com slash D-I-F-T-K to get one month free. Now all you have to do is figure out how you want to spend those spare five hours. It's so warm, we're taking the jumper off. Crazy. It's so warm in here. And I have to turn the aircon off, don't I? So Yes. Although I think it's just circulating the warm air from outside. It's not like... I don't think that's proper aircon. Mm. I think it's just air. Yeah. Which is a con. <laughs> You've taken a jumper off now, I feel like I should. I'm it's not a competition. Right you take it off if you're hot. I'm going to put a t-shirt on. Hang on. Please hold. <laughs> God. Okay. Please hold while Frankie has a costume change. She'll probably come back in like a glittery dress or something like that. <laughs> Sadly not. Oh no, my mistake. She's come back dressed like a roadie. <laughs> Hello, you're listening to the Doing It For The Kids podcast, where we swear a bit too much and talk a bit too fast about freelance life with kids in the mix. I'm Frankie and this is Steve. Hello, yes, each week we take a question from the Doing It For The Kids community, do our best to answer it, but we start each episode by looking back at the last episode and taking your comments. Last time we were talking about... Creepy, creepy, scope creep. I can't even say that. Creepy, creepy, scope creep. Yeah. Uh, some great comments came in. Bavini, Lacani, hi Bavini, said, I have a great set of terms that protect me from this. I've had this happen recently and told the clients it would cost more, as per my terms, and they were fine with that. And I love the idea of a can you just rate. We all need one of those. Uh, Kate Cashmore says, I started working with a new client recently and ended up over-servicing from the get-go because they were asking for much more than we had agreed. I wanted to impress them, so I continued to over-service without charging them for the first three months. But on my invoices, I made it clear in red what had been additional work with the header over-serviced but not charged. I love that. So like teacher. (laughs) In the end, the client was so happy with the work that they backdated a payment to cover all my extra hours. Oh my God. I appreciate that not all clients will be this lovely. But my lesson was to be transparent from the beginning. Wow. Isn't that so good? I love lovely clients. Good for you for putting it on there. Layla Ainge, hey Layla, says, here are my two tips for project creep. What goes in must come out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love that. Perfect for for doing it for the kids' audience. (laughs) What goes in must come out. Frame this to the client with out loud thinking. And then she puts in quotation marks. Hmm, okay, so I'd estimate that might take an hour. We can add this on at the end if there's time, or what part of the agreed project shall we cut down to fit this in? It's an alternative to saying no, and you put the decision-making back with the client. Secondly, keep a list. This is where a shared Trello board or even an email that you send back and forth can be helpful to keep track of the small stuff. Always ask, on a scale of 0 to 10, how important is this? And is it priced and covered or out and waiting for budget? And Karina Padermo says, The comprehensive feedback, including changes and requests from everyone email. I swear I have that as a template. <laughs> we should all have that as a template, no? <laughs> <laughs> 
how are you then? How's your week? My week's been pretty bloody good, not going to lie. Oh. I mean, today is first day of lockdown, so that might change. But um, <laughs> but we, I mean, we moved for a million reasons. But one of the reasons or one of the perks of moving is that the childcare here is a third of the cost of where we were living before. Mm-hmm. That's huge. It's, it's off the charts. I can't believe it. So this is the first week where my daughter's been in nursery for four four days. I've had four days of my week. Only during school hours. But like, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still behind and I still feel stretched and I still feel whatever. It's amazing how you fill that space, isn't it? But it just feels like amazing. I don't even... Yeah. Such a difference. Massive. Massive. Hold on to that feeling. Yeah. I I am wary of like filling it though and then becoming overstretched and then you know it just becoming the same old story i I really want to be aware of keeping things keeping the wiggle room steve is that wiggle just a little (laughs) bit no and how are you what's going on i'm good me and you did talks at janet murray's event oh yeah we did it was an online event obviously uh i was actually going to give a talk about wiggle room and basically fill my five minutes of speaking with that song but frankly stopped me (laughs) it's for the best steve it's for the best so anyway that was nice hello to you if you were there it was nice seeing some faces from the doing it for the kids community yeah it's really good thankfully our co-workspace has stayed open this time for lockdown 2.0 Basically, we all put our case forward as to why we couldn't work from home. Mm. And so they fell for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. So that's good. Although I am conscious, of course, that every time you come into contact with people, there's ever so slightly a chance that somebody could end up testing positive And then you get that call saying, ha you were near this person. You were like, man, I didn't even want to have that conversation. That was small talk. So now I'm rating the small talk. Am I re- Do I really want to have small talk with this person? Is this small talk so good that I will stay indoors for two weeks for this small talk? <laughs> so as you can imagine, I'm not talking to anyone. Yeah, we've got this set up now in our new house where me and Rob are working next to each other at a desk in the same room. May not last, but that's what the, the plan is. Wow. But yeah, I'm really enjoying like the bounce. <laughs> so like, you know watching shit youtube videos and making crap jokes and making each other tea and stuff you know it feels oh, like it's nice it feels good it is annoying as well like i i can hear rachel brown from that other episode <laughs> going like oh it won't last long but yeah like the first four days have felt pretty fun that's sweet that suggests that you both like each other and i like <laughs> This week's question comes from the legend, Ross Wintle. I say that because, well, Ross is amazing and really useful in the Facebook group. He also made an app back when lockdown, the first lockdown started, where he like collated loads of activities for kids and stuff and put them all in a little thing. So all the doing it for kids people could refer to it. It was amazing. Um, I'll link to it in the show notes. Ross is a freelance software developer and he describes himself as a multidisciplinary geek. Ross Wintle... R-O-S-S-W-I-N-T-L-E dot U-K. He says, How the flippin' flippity flip. 
do I reduce this baseline of anxiety I have, whereby every time one of my children coughs or has a borderline temperature of 37.9, I go into fight or flight mode, expecting to have to slash my hours in half to do homeschooling again while we obtain and wait for the result of a COVID test. Do people have some kind of plan for how to manage this so that it's not permanently stressing them out? How do I go about booking work in when I might have to take anything up to two weeks off at a day's notice? Context. I have two kids, finally, both full-time at school. My wife is working pretty much full-time now and can only take limited time off. I'm aware we need to share the burden and her employer should flex as well as mine, but even so, this is a huge challenge and my nerves are shredded. Oh my gosh. Everybody in the room's going, Yep! (laughs) (laughs) I don't know! (laughs) Yeah, this is going to be a short one. There's that thing, isn't there, about controlling what you can control and then letting other stuff go. Mm -hmm. So what can Ross control? I mean, hopefully at this age, still his bladder. (laughs) How do we deal with the stress of this? That's what he wants to know. Not necessarily like how to solve it. We can't solve it. Yes, you may have to stop working for two weeks randomly overnight. The school might close. You might get sick. That's just the situation we're in. How can you deal with the stress of that? Yeah, I, I feel like we just got like a, a frozen theme going on here because Olaf made that comment about controlling the things you can't, don't try to control the things you can't control. But also, Ross, does he need to just let it go? Don't spend every day waiting for the phone call. Don't like aggressively take your kid's temperature every day unless they feel hot or they seem under the weather. I know it's easier said than done, but try not to let the situation like eat you up. God, I don't know. I really don't know. Um, Okay, clearly one thing you can do is try to leave wiggle room in your diary. Like, if we overcommit ourselves to work or other things, then it's always going to be stressful. Just the thought of them coming home from school, just the thought of this huge to-do list will stress you out. So I think where possible, you want to try and trim down on what you're committed to at the moment strip back your workload as much as you can and if you then have spare time either do that on you know developing your business in ways that you'd like to like tinkering with your website or just chilling out and reading a book and taking care of yourself yeah you're right i think um to counteract the the constant anxiety and the stress of it is to make the parts of your life you can control really calm like the family domestic side maybe there are things you could do there to like make everything feel just easier and calmer if you don't online shop already i think we all do at this point covid hello but like you know um no oh you don't oh my god so right i have done online shopping for i don't it must be like coming up for 10 years uh-huh. and you chose 2020 the year to stop well 2020 <laughs> was the year when online shopping stopped you couldn't get a flipping spot yeah, yeah, and yeah. i was becoming anxious trying to book slots and i was like do you know what standing in queue at the supermarket is an excuse to get out of the house so actually since april i've been going to the supermarket every week but i bet there are slots now have you tried more recently No, because I think, screw you. You weren't there when I needed you. (laughs) 
if Ross isn't doing the online shopping situation, maybe get on that. Maybe meal plan if you've never done that before. Maybe batch cook if that's not a thing that you would normally do. If you take away the stress of thinking about and cooking meals, for example, life becomes a hell of a lot easier. It just means like when something goes wrong and you need to stop working or work around your children at home or whatever, the like the building blocks of your life at home are just settled and regular and <laughs> makes it sound like talking about his insides again what goes in must come out (laughs) i know it may seem obvious but it always bears repeating Mm. no matter how old we are that you have to take care of yourself and get your sleep because everything everything is better when you have had a decent amount of sleep so true Uh, You can just deal with everything so much better. So don't be tempted to stay up just that hour later doing extra bits of work and things. Tempting as it can be. And I I did this last night. Such a hypocrite. (laughs) That's so true. So like the domestic family side of your life, you want that to feel calm and ordered. And then your insides, if you're in the best you can be, you've had a decent night's sleep, you've done some exercise, you've been out in the sunshine, you've eaten some decent nourishing food like all of that means yeah you're just in a better place if the stress then goes off the charts and also i feel like if anxiety is like an issue for you then sleep full stop is like a massive antidote to that although i'm an anxious person i grind my teeth in my sleep quite a lot oh my god yeah my my dentist says i've got the teeth of a 70 year old which is nice can you give them back to the 70 year old (laughs) i mean haven't they got enough to deal with if you are anxious and many of us are anyway but even if like if you're normally anxious like this Mm. then takes it up another Mm. gear right yeah like do what works for you you probably know in that situation talking about things to people getting it out of your head and writing it down and then doing the stuff that calms you down as well Mm. while things are calm and you can go to work and the kids are in school keeping on top of the sleep and whatever and the coping mechanisms to help chill yourself out just keep that up don't save that for when the stress is off the charts do those things now when you have the time and the space to be able to do those things another thing which harks back to i know stuff that we said right at the beginning of the first lockdown was that whole communication with your clients when you take on projects or during projects about the fact that you know clearly we're now in another lockdown and just want to set expectations about deadline. Because like, remember, everybody's in the same boat. But for the first time ever, for the first time in forever, <laughs> like there is genuinely something which isn't just affecting everybody in your city or your country, but the world. Mm. So no matter where your clients are, they totally understand Yeah, I definitely found when I said all of that to my clients at the beginning, it wasn't just that they were cutting me slack. It was like they were cutting themselves slack as well. Everybody just eased off the gas. And I don't know whether I just got lucky with nice clients Mm. who felt like that. But I I was dealing with big organisations with a lot of people involved and everybody seemed to go, oh, thank God, somebody else is in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fine, we'll blame Steve, but the rest of us can chill out like we were meant to deliver some projects in april and may and we ended up delivering them in august september october november we're still going like (laughs) that it's funny how those deadlines weren't that important after all maybe you can even plan ever so slightly not massively but plan the fact that homeschooling might happen 
Mm-hmm. Just remember what worked last time around or what didn't. So that when it happens again, if it happens again, it's not like a shock to the system. But you're like, oh, OK, right. Here's here's that timetable that we, we figured out. Again, it's some, you don't even have to put much work into that. But just sometimes thinking about these things, writing them down, takes the stress out of your head because there's not that bit of your subconscious going, oh, but what if this happens? What if this happens? Because suddenly you've got a plan on a piece of paper, no matter how sketchy it is. I think what we're talking about generally here is like a emergency pack, right? A smash glass in an emergency to access this shit type situation where we've oh, yes. got like food planned out, where we've got some activities to do with the kids like prepared. We've got like, I don't know, like stuff that you've got up your sleeve to just take away the initial like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> Stress of it. At least you've got something under control. I don't know what the other things might be. I guess you need you then need a professional backup plan, don't you? You've even got to bear in mind, I hate to say it, what if you catch it? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not just about kids being sent home. What if you're actually sick and not able to work? And I'm not even talking about the worst of going to hospital, but just like from what I hear... You've got to be in bed for a bit, yeah. Yeah, it's a properly horrible mm. thing. And just like if you get flu, that properly puts you in bed and knocks mm. you out of, of business. So just having that... Yeah, I guess that backup plan. Thinking about what to do in that situation. Yeah. Like I said, I still think clients will be understanding. If you were to write and say, hey, I've got COVID, they'd be like, shit, have you? Okay. Um, Right. Well, no worries. (laughs) Yeah. And I do think that's unique to like to what's going on now. Like if you normally were like, oh, I've just got the flu, they'd understand. But it wouldn't be quite the same as if you show up now and say, I've got COVID. I need to take two weeks off. They'll be like, no worries. Don't worry about it. You know? Yeah. Like, you get better and I'm just grateful I don't have it. Is that kind of... Right. I'm grateful I haven't had to have a meeting with you in the last two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ross. Hope that helped. But of course, you can give your comments to Ross and help him too and help other people because I'm sure we're all thinking these same thoughts. So get in the group. It's episode 54. Frankie will have posted there. Leave your comments. You can also get in touch on Instagram and Twitter. Make sure you're following Frankie. Do it for the kids of course if you know another self-employed parent tell them about it sure you have already but get them to join the group and to listen and if you enjoyed this please leave a review and send us your questions as well and go and listen to steve's other podcast if you're new here you may well be new to steve's podcast being freelance which is amazing full of interviews with loads of other freelancers doing really cool stuff yes please do and you know this week is and in quotation marks you know how like they make up weeks like oh it's jacket potato week <laughs> Uh, this week is Talk Money Week, <laughs> like about pensions and things like that, which I know is a favourite topic in the doing. I love community. a pension chat. Uh, this Friday in the Being Freelance community, we've got a live Q and A with Pete Matthew from the Meaningful Money podcast. Oh, He's cool. a financial planner. He helps people make sense of money. That's his whole thing. He's been on a mission to do that for the last ten years or so. And yes, so you can come and ask your questions to him. That's this Friday, the 13th, from the Being Freelance community. Uh, although, of course, you can always watch the replay. Yada yada yada. But it'd be nice to have you there live asking questions. Okay, are we done? Yeah. So do you remember I said it was our son's birthday? Mm-hmm. Right. So at the start of lockdown, I gave him my old phone so that he could stay in touch with his mates. Right. Worked a treat. Anyway, now he's walking to and from school and things like that. We decided to get him an actual phone, which he can put data in. You know, oh, my word. Yeah. I know. Don't. It's such a minefield of emotions and all sorts. So then, of course, his little sister, 
who is only seven, goes, well, can I have his phone? And I couldn't think of a logical argument as to why not. So I set it up for her. This now means, though, that she can text using iMessage me and her mum so i went for a run and i don't know if you know but the new update of the iphone software means it reads text messages to you (laughs) i didn't know this so i'm going for a run quite happily listening to a podcast and then suddenly this voice goes daddy please can you approve the computer game (laughs) obviously i ignored it i was running beep daddy where are you Literally, 30 seconds later, beep, daddy, are you coming home? <laughs> it's like real life where all my two-year-old says is, mummy, mummy, mummy. Yes! But like in text message form. Imagine if that constantly came up as a text oh, message. Oh my God. Beep. Your daughter says. <laughs> <laughs> ah!